Good afternoon, America. How is everyone doing on this great Memorial Day weekend, Saturday? I hope everyone is doing pretty fine. I'm doing really good myself. I'm just uh, popping in as I promised I would this weekend, doing, uh, you know, uh, different live shows in, in uh, I was going to say in memory, of, that's pretty bad. No, in, in respect and in honor of the events that are going on over at the uh, Forgotten Country Patriots Roundup up in Dallas, Texas. Now, for those of you who couldn't be there, I know that they are live streaming the events on certain showcases. So I figured to myself, hey, if I should decide to go live uh, before 5 or 6 p.m., they're going to be over there watching that anyways. And I say, go for it. Like, that's what that's all about. Of course, we'll still have um, all of the memories and all of the highlights, I'm sure, coming from those who actually got to be in attendance and got to talk about it and stuff like that. Now, uh, let's see here. They didn't set up a specific itinerary on the website for speakers. I think earlier when I tuned into some of the stuff that was going on over there, uh, Representative Louis Gohmert was giving um, his uh, was giving his uh, speech or presentation. And I'm sure that was all well and exciting. I mean, I would be excited too if I could be there, but you know what? I'm not, and that's all good and dandy. So anyways, um, yeah, this is the Saturday look here on the Sea Report. Now I've done, I've done weekend shows before, um, but like maybe one or two, and yeah, we don't wear ties on the weekend. So hey, Love Warns, how are you doing? I get to see you in the chat there. Um, I'm just popping in now to be sure. Now, okay, so this afternoon's Sea Report is gonna be a kind of fun Sea Report. We're going to talk about a little bit of headlines, but, you know, we're going to kind of just, you know, cut it, you know, a little looser today. Hence, no tie, right? It's Saturday, guys. I don't got to wear a tie. Um, now, uh, just so you do guys, you, you all do know, um, I will be doing another C-Report later on tonight. And that one's going to be, I think, uh, it's going to provide a lot of food for thought for those of you out there. Um, we're going to talk about some um, particular topics that I think, uh, you know, I think that I, I can, I can get into. We'll it's it's going to be international news. Okay. So it's not going to be squarely based on America, but of course, as America is involved in just about every other country in this world, um, it will definitely tie back to what's been going on, some of the history of stuff. And then also we will be taking another look at the Center for Tech and Civic Life, as we mentioned at the end of yesterday's report. Uh, there's a lot more stuff developing um, with the Center for Tech and Civic Life, and of course, that would be uh, that would be uh, um, Mark Zuckerberg's organization that he uh, his nonprofit that he used to funnel millions and millions of dollars into elections. Now, I say it's developing, I say it's breaking, but I mean, really, it isn't uh, because all of this information is known. Um, it's just, I guess, not many people have um, have presented it, you know, and if they have presented it, they haven't presented it, you know, in a nice, neat little package. So tune in tonight to the C Report if you guys want to get it's going to be pretty two big, two big stories, two big topics that we'll be talking about tonight at the C Report. I don't know what time we'll be on just yet. Um, I'm thinking maybe 8 or 9 p.m. Um, Central Standard Time, Texas time. Uh, which would be 9 or 10 p.m. Trump time. Uh, so make sure you do tune in tonight if you want to check that out, because I will be giving you a couple of more stories. You're going to get two C reports today, 
And um, I know it is a weekend and that's why I'm not wearing a tie, but uh, who knows what will happen tonight. I just, you know, uh, I'm having a pretty uh, relaxed and good Saturday afternoon and I wanted to get on the air and just talk some headlines with you guys. So I think I'm very excited about that myself. All right. And then, um, yeah, we'll probably do about an hour today. Um, I would say about an hour or so. So let's go ahead and not get too caught up in, uh, in like, you know, just kind of yammering over here. Let me see what we got going on. Now, we, uh, we are, kind of, well, I, I didn't even do my formal hello. Welcome to the C-Report on the Foxhole Network, or sorry, the Foxhole app, <laughs> Twitch DLive, and I am your host for Saturday, Memorial Day weekend, May 29th. So, all right. Okay, now I got that done with. Now, let me go ahead and see what I got going on over here. I want to make sure I'm firing off on all cannons before I get started. It looks like I am. Okay, cool. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And uh, again, thank you for joining us this afternoon. Okay, so, all right, even though it's a Saturday show, Trump still leads at the Sea Report. So naturally, we're going to go ahead. Whoa, Mr. Trump. How did you get so teeny tiny? Let's go ahead and expand him there a little bit. There we go. Let's give the man some proper some proper size, some proper height, right? Okay, uh, so not much going on by way of Trump releases. Now, I'm sure that, um, you know, there may be some more stuff out there, but uh, this is what we're going to cover for today. Uh, President Trump says, why are the radical left Democrats in Georgia fighting so hard that they're not, that they're not, be a forensic audit of 150,000 absentee ballots in Fulton County. There can be only one reason, and that is because they know the vote was corrupt and the audit will show it. Republicans must fight hard and win. Indeed. And uh, as we talked about yesterday on uh, yesterday's episode of the Sea Report, uh, judge Amaro over there um, in, well, he's not the judge of Fulton County, but he is the one who ordered that the absentee ballots be unsealed so that this way they can get a 600 DPI resolution scan. And, uh, and that way, um, you know, vo vote voter Georgia um, over there. And it was it uh, Fabrito Garland Fabrito could go ahead and start analyzing those ballots for an audit. And uh, that was put on a temporary hold. So, yep, absolutely. That's something uh, that uh, that's going on now. now that, and so now President Trump is making a statement on it. And I think that that is uh, a, a justly uh, said statement, because, I mean, after all, we know that there was fraud. He knows that there was fraud. Everyone knows that there was fraud. And apparently even the people in Georgia and I'm talking about like, you know, uh, the, the attorneys, the lawyers, they all know there was fraud, but uh, they they just may be covering for something is what that would seem like. Okay, so that is the only statement that we had from uh, President Trump for this uh, happy Memorial Day weekend. And again, I hope everyone's doing great over there up in Dallas and having a randy old time. I know that we are here, but we're holding it. We're holding down the fort over here. We're holding down the fort. Okay, so let's go ahead and jump into some of our stories for today because I don't want to be long. I just want to pop in and say, hello, let's talk about this man. Steve Bannon. Okay, so Steve Bannon, uh, quite an interesting topic of conversation. I mean, I know a lot of people feel a lot of different ways about this guy. Um, I, you know, I quite frankly, um, I'm indifferent, you know, I'm indifferent about him and his situation. What I can say is it would be great if, he, you know, cut his hair and 
wore a suit or something every now and then so he doesn't look like the wild man of borneo every time that i look at him on his show but hey it's an aesthetic thing you know some people like that some people don't that's just me you know that is just me but um yeah so what's going on with bannon well okay so you know there's been this big hoopla about uh bannon having you know basically siphoned off or stolen a whole bunch of money uh from people who were paying into uh, building or completing the wall on the United States-Mexico border. He was arrested on the, the ship or the cruise line or, or whatever it was, the yacht of some Chinese exec. Uh, I'm sure that there was some something going on there as well, you know, that we're not being told or haven't looked too much into. They said that he had gotten something about like a million dollars pocketed from his involvement with the organization We Build the Wall, um, and again, that was the organization that was representing uh, individuals or backers that were putting in money to help finish the construction of the wall. Uh, I mean, we all know that there was a whole bunch of uh, uh, setbacks in regard to that as well. So um, they're going to go and try and do it. Like if uh, if um, Pelosi and the Democrats are going to keep on slow, slow balling the building of that wall. If they were going to push lawsuit after lawsuit, just not get it done, um, you know, they were going to go ahead and take matters into their own hands. And we know that others have tried to do that in the past. So, but anyways, in regards to uh, Steve Bannon's case of fraud, it was finally dismissed. And um, we say finally, because as you all know, uh, Steve Bannon was issued a pardon. Uh, one of the last things that president did as he was optically sitting in office and um, <laughs> so that was, you know, that was that was a lot. That was a big deal for a lot of people, because, of course, you have like the political left, the progressive, the communists, uh, the, the socialists, the liberals. All of them, of course, were using Bannon as uh, the primary example of how corrupt uh, the right are, how corrupt conservatives are, Republicans, right wing individuals, as they would call them. And so he was the poster child for corruption and and white supremacy. Uh, from that era of Trump's administration. So, of course, whenever Trump decided to pardon him, that just sent them into a tizzy, I would say a rabid tizzy, because now they had proof that Donald Trump must be a racist by association, and he must be a white supremacist, and he must be a criminal as well. Now, as far as the case with Bannon and this supposed fraud goes, um, you know, uh, I think a lot of things could be said about that. I, I mean, I think whenever you have um, um, establishments, like whether it's the IRS or, or any other type of financial or law uh, uh, house or agency in the government, and they're persecuting those who do not have their same political beliefs, um, um, they definitely will use that and any loophole, any technicality, any misplaced semicolon, any misplaced colon, any mis misplaced apostrophe to go after them. And we've seen that to be the case with the IRS. We've seen that to be the case in, in most instances. And then, of course, uh, the black hats or the those who are, are compromised within those uh, governmental agencies or departments will use the other apparatus of their machine, the media, the, the lamestream, mainstream, fake news, legacy media to go ahead and help them move that narrative along. Uh, that's what Nancy Pelosi, Hoods Pelosi, so much bragged about uh, calling, calling it a wrap-up smear campaign. 
you know, where you just throw it into the media and you run with it while you can, you let the damage be done, and it's left in the jarred and um, it's the polarized minds of, you know, the lemmings and the goldfish memory people out there that really don't give a damn. They just, uh, they just do literally cruise headlines or, you know, um, hear the sound bites that come out on talking points and their favorite politically charged propaganda channels, uh, whether it's CNN, MSNBC, Fox, whatever you want to call it, right? So anyway, yes, and, and uh, I do see a point here, Love Warren says, that's why she does not watch. <laughs> But you know what? It's very true. Um, so we will watch these. Uh, we will watch these stories for you over here at the Sea Report, so you don't have to suffer. Um, by way of discretion, there is some, there is some stunning graphic images coming up in this report. Uh, if, if the title gives you any indication of of what I might be talking about, uh, then you might know you might want to look away from the screen when it happens. But anyway, so yeah, so we'll like, we'll, I'll, I will peruse through uh, headlines. And, and of course, when it comes to headlines uh, in newspaper or print or media like that, I will go deeper than one or two paragraphs to try and get you guys the real scoop. Uh, and then I will suffer, you know, um, individuals like uh, crack pipe, Cooper lips or crap pipe, wait, crack, pipe lips cooper anderson cooper i was calling him fats cooper after a while because he was getting like this tire around his belly uh whenever he did that stand up um um uh, house uh, what was it called uh with biden with uh illegitimate joe uh, i think they're doing a town hall and both of them were standing up of course because biden could not sit down on like uh, a four foot bar stool without falling off or looking like a, a dreidel probably. And then Fats Cooper probably just didn't want anyone to see his big old tire belly, but it's okay. Crack pipe lips, Cooper. We don't mind watching you just to get the scoop on you for our viewers here at the Sea Report. All right, guys. Okay, so let's get back to Bannon. Now, Bannon, okay, so uh, as I was saying, they have these wrap-up smear campaigns. So, I mean, definitely that's something they could have been trying to do with it. Now, I haven't gone too much into the depth, into the depth and breadth of what this money laundering or this this uh, this fraud scandal was going on with Bannon. From what I have heard is that uh, there are details that would go to show that he was, in fact, not guilty of, of pocketing money from those who were trying to get uh, that wall constructed, right? But, uh, but that doesn't matter because the damage was done. It was a high-profile arrest. You know, everyone was there to see it. Everyone was there to write about it. That's what they needed just to muddy his name. So President Trump went ahead and pardoned him uh, on his last evening in office, along with, you know, many others, many dozen others that he pardoned as well. And like I said, that sent uh, that sent the left, the liberals, into a um, uh, a rabid tizzy about uh, why and speculation and how it could be done, and and it was just evidence to them that President Trump was a corrupt man this whole time. Mind you, as we all know, President Trump was not corrupt until he ran for office. Go figure. Okay, so a federal judge um, by the name of um, <clears throat> Judge Annalisa Torres who is a United States district judge on Monday, that's this past Monday, oop, yep, that's why we're catching up on some headlines, right? Um, uh, went ahead and dismissed the case. So they dismissed the case flat outright. And, and but this is even after, because don't forget, you know, uh, Trump left office on what, the night of the, the 19th or the, the, I guess that would have been the 19th. Well, he left the White House, uh, from what I understand, um, uh, that, 
uh, afternoon of the 20th, which was just, I guess, it should have been before Biden's inauguration, but I'm pretty sure everyone has it down that the inauguration, supposed inauguration that they filmed at the supposed White House was probably filmed early in the morning or possibly a different day. Um, that's something totally different uh, whenever we're talking about that, because I believe there were even reports from people who live in Washington, D.C. that said there was nothing going on at the White House during the time of the supposed inauguration. And of course, they had everything blocked off and barred so that this way uh, no one could get close to the White House during that time uh, to go ahead and see if these events were indeed actually taking place. But anyways, I, I, uh, I digress here a bit. Um, getting back to the story. Um, the judge basically cited examples of other cases being dismissed after a presidential reprieve or a pardon. And so they went ahead, she went ahead and granted Bannon's application to that. Uh, she released a seven page ruling that Trump's pardon was valid and that dismissal of the indictment is the proper course. And I mean, of course you would think that's the case, uh, because after all, um, he was pardoned by the president. Now, uh, this kind of reminds me of what was going on with General Michael Flynn, because even after, you know, um, even after his pardon, even after they'd said that he should not be held uh, uh, responsible for the charges, even though he admitted or admittedly lied or he said he lied or I guess he went along with it. Um, I think what we have come to understand in the case of Michael Flynn uh, General Flynn um, was that they were threatening to involve his son in that case. And so in order to keep his son from having to go through that type of, um, of uh, tribulation, he went ahead and fell on the sword for his family, a noble cause. But of course, if you know, if you're uh, if you're a, uh, a pro troll, you will tell people that uh, General Flynn was uh, lied to the FBI and that, uh, you know, basically he was uh, he was a criminal and he should have been arrested. And and again, that's what this whole wrap up smear is, you know, get it in the media, at least get some type of lawsuit in there. And then they can just run with it, regardless of whether or not it's true, regardless of whether or not the case gets thrown out, regardless of whether or not the case is dismissed. And here in the case of Steve Bannon and of General Flynn, regardless of whether or not you are pardoned by the president of the United States himself. So that's what was going on there. Uh, Bannon had been charged again last year with, uh, alongside with three other people, but in the decision that the judge, judge made on Tuesday, Judge Torres pointed to past judicial discussions on pardons and what they implied about individuals who received one. She quoted from a New Jersey court that in 1833 found that pardon implies guilt. So she said, if there be no guilt, there is no ground for forgiveness. A party that is acquitted on the, um, on the ground of innocence. So if you're acquitted, you're innocent. If you're pardoned, you're guilty. Um, and then she went on to state that uh, Bannon was pardoned through favor. So uh, again, that's not really so to say that he was innocent or guilty. I mean, he was arrested, but he wasn't charged. Um, so uh, Bannon's attorney, Robert Costello, said in a statement, the judge clearly reached the right result and unconditional pardon should always result in the dismissal of the indictment. Finally, uh, finality should result in finality. But that's the whole thing about it, is that 
is that um, the Manhattan United States Attorney's Office kept on trying to pursue this case, just like they did with Michael Flynn. Of course, we know that uh, the the attorneys that were um, involved in uh, fighting against Michael Flynn were given direct orders from Obama to not let that uh, that that um, that case die, and they wanted him. To, they wanted to keep on pursuing it, even after being pardoned, even even after evidence had arisen. I think it was from uh, what was it from Comey? Comey, who had sent over his uh, FBI agents, uh, regardless of the fact that they had no warrant, and then they told him that he didn't need to have counsel there, and then they used all of that against him. Even after that evidence uh, uh, um, was brought to light, they still pursued the case against Michael Flynn, and they would not let. It drop. Now, the United States Attorney's Office argued that a presidential pardon does not require that the case be outright dismissed. That's what they were trying to say. But again, as, as Judge Torres used in uh, precedence from other cases, she went ahead and decided that that should be dismissed. And um, in uh, she ordered that there's no need for action beyond terminating Bannon from the docket because the presidential pardon has been docketed in the case and it speaks for itself. So, so these people were clearly going to keep trying to go after him. They're clearly going to try tried to keep using lawfare and political persecution against this man. Um, Bannon's three co-defendants, however, were not issued pardons, and they are still preparing to stand trial in federal court. So um, we'll have to see what happens in that case. I don't know if anyone will really follow it now. Um, I think it would, especially since his case has been dismissed against Bannon and he has been pardoned. So it's kind of like a moot point for individuals like us, but it would be interesting to know if they find that he indeed uh, or the other partners that were involved in that do get indicted and charged and, you know, go to jail or whatever, serve time. Um, and, and then to see how that would, I mean, if, if you're into that type of thing, like, you know, um, lawfare and you're trying to, you like litigation cases and stuff like that. I think that would be an interesting story to follow just to see what happens to the others who are involved. And then you can speculate, you know, about exactly what would have happened to, uh, uh, Steve Bannon had he not been parted by Donald Trump. Okay, cool. <laughs> So let's see here. Um, what do we got going on in chat? I'm gonna take a quick. I'm gonna take a quick gander over at chat, and then we'll move on with our next story. Let me just pull it on up here for you guys, and then uh, I want to get it in front of me. This way, I can uh, not be turning my head so much. All right. Uh, let's see. Oh, I might have missed some of it. Okay, let me look over here. Bale sent me. Hey, Bales, what's up? Good to see you. I haven't seen you in the chat before. Welcome, welcome. Uh, let's see here. Do, 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 do. Love Warrens, the future is wonderful. Can't wait till you get here. Love Warrens, Bales, Love Warrens. It's a Love Warrens, Bales, love fest over there in chat right now. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Palmer 1951. Hey, we talked about you, Palmer 1951, in um, yesterday's uh, chat recap. Uh, you were making some pretty good points from Thursday afternoon. I enjoyed having you in the chat. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Palmer 1951 says, I have the same unkempt look. Doesn't bother me. You know, it doesn't bother me. Well, I mean, you, you, may, you may have the same unkempt look, and I don't know what you look like, obviously. However, you do not have Steve Bannon's face. Now, there are some people, both male and female, who can be very attractive when they are in an unkempt state, uh, but uh, I, I don't know. I, I <laughs> I'm not picking on Steve Bannon. I promise. I promise. And I'm not. I'm not picking on unkempt people. I'm. I'm just specifically saying he. He's not too 
palatable to my uh, retinas and irises with, <laughs> with his current look, you know, especially all unshaven and stuff like that. But I mean, hey, I'm not shaven either. I'm just I'm just being silly. Okay, uh, Monkey Toes. Hey, Monkey Toes 71. Crap, I'm late. Was watching Sydney Powell's talk. Oh, did I go live during Sydney Powell's talk? Oh, whoopsie. Um, I'll have to catch the recap on Sydney Powell's speech. I bet you it's a good one. I'd love to have heard what she had to say. Um, but no, don't worry. We just started at uh, 3.40. We just started about 20 minutes ago. So um, we're just getting into it. I'm just doing a quick, you know, uh, I'm doing a drive-by headlines uh, this, this afternoon. And then I will be back on later on tonight. I have, uh, I have uh, some pretty good stories for you guys tonight. Uh, one will be really good food for thought. Uh, and that's going to be an international story that does involve our dear United States of America. And the other one will be a follow-up to the uh, civic, uh, the Center for Tech and Civic Life that we were talking about on last night's show. Again, that's Mark Zuckerberg's uh, um, not-for-profit uh, organization that funneled millions of dollars into the states to basically run the elections. So we'll be talking about that tonight. I'm thinking about 8 p.m. or 9 p.m. tonight. Uh, again, we're just doing special reports this weekend because of the festivities going on up in Dallas. You know, we people here that didn't get to go, we want to keep on moving it forward, you know, and, and kind of like participate in the spirit. So that's why we're going to be doing C reports all this weekend. Okay. All right. We're doing two today for sure. Two today for sure. Uh, Love warns Clinton pardon Mark Rich and Weather Underground Woman. Oh, yeah. The Weather Underground people. Yeah. You see, and they pardon, who do they pardon? They pardon like terrorists. Like, what's up with that? You know, like, uh, allegedly, allegedly, Steve Bannon may have committed fraud, but he didn't try and blow up, you know, the White House or anything like that. So that that's just crazy. La Regina in New York, Florida. Anyone see the Q drop? Uh, I don't know. Did the Q drop drop? How many drops could a Q drop drop if a Q drop could drop drop? I don't know. Um, uh, why don't you throw a link in there, La Regina, um, New York, Florida, and let's see what that is. It says here... Oh, what did she follow that up with? Uh, she followed that up with, there was no tip code. Hmm. Um, and then Monkey Toe 71 says, people think it's probably fake. Oh, trip code. Yeah, we, we heard about trip codes. But I mean, we also, I mean, I don't know if any of you guys saw like some of the new Q, that new Q special that came out um, on HBO. I got up to like, I think the third one. And honestly, the only reason why I was watching it is because I'm like, hmm, which one is Methods, right? No, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, but like, um, I mean, they are talking about in one of the episodes how like uh, the people who run the coding for was it 8chan and 4chan, they could put in their own trip codes. So you you would really know have to know how to analyze um, how to analyze, I guess, the way that Q would write and stuff like that in order for uh, you to figure out whether or not it was actually Q. Um, guys, I got into Q late. Like we're talking like the summer of 2020. Uh, and I'm aware that everyone was kind of into Q probably about 17 or 18. Um, so I didn't know what this phenomenon was. I was already awake since 2005, so I didn't need Q. But what I did like about Q was that it helped wake up a bunch of other people. But now, like, what I'm trying to say is, uh, because Q's been infiltrated, like, you, re we really need to realize that Q woke us all up 
uh, or most of us up, I guess you could say. But now it's time for us to get from behind our computer screens and go out there and run for city council or support someone who's constitutional, who's running for city council or state representative or state senator or a federal se senator or what have you. Like that's uh, that they were the trigger method. But now we have to bring that action into life. Uh, we can't have faith without works. Otherwise, it's not going to work. Okay, so um, I think that's my whole spiel on Q right now because Q's the intro, uh, the paid deeming, everyone gets infiltrated. It's nothing personal if you talk about Q. It's not personal, guys. And, and I think if people take it personally, then maybe they're doing it for the wrong reason. Um, but the Patriot movement, every movement gets infiltrated. I mean, hello, our House and Senate has infiltrated. Our, our government is infiltrated. What makes you think that Patriot movements and even grassroots Patriot movements like what we have on Foxhole, and I'm not saying the Foxhole is infiltrated, but even grassroots movements like what's on the Foxhole or the Q movement cannot get infiltrated. For crying out loud, uh, before Antifa, you had, the, uh, you had the Occupy movement, and the Occupy movement was uh, filled with a bunch of people who had a good intention but ultimately they got infiltrated and then they later on became antifa so i mean Patriot. that's what kind of like what i'm saying there is like it happens guys it happens and uh we just need to you know follow our guts because that's ultimately what's going to help us see through the veneer that these people are kind of like covering over with their lies and stuff like that Anyways, um, Monkey Toe seventy one says that they awoken, I guess, to Q also in late twenty twenty. That's what I my my brother was like Q, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" And and yeah, and so that was pretty interesting. Um, questionable says be only Q. Okay, I missed that one. Uh, Bales, thank you so much for the gold pill. I got the can. All right, I love it. This gold pill system is pretty cool. Um, like, uh, uh, and then don't worry, guys. I did figure out how to release the scratch off, so I will release the scratch off at the end of the episode, and then um, you know, as such as it shall be. Okay, let's see what else we got here. Uh, judge Sullivan dragged it out. Um, I'm not too sure who Judge Sullivan is. Is that the judge that was going over the Bannon case? Uh, cause yeah. Or are you talking about the one that was doing it for general Flynn because they were doing it like they would not stop it. They're like, just leave them alone. Like there's already proof that, you know, they did all of this stuff that was illegal. Basically, uh, they didn't, they didn't respect his uh, rights to due process. Um, let's see. Uh, yes. A new Q drop factor fiction pilled by the rabbit. Hey, what's up pilled by the rabbit. Uh, love warns Mr. C will follow it. Um, monkey toes. Oh, <laughs> uh, Palmer 1951. Uh, Jen K Canadian bird. What's going on? Jen K Canadian bird. Good to see you back in the channel. Um, let's see here. What else we got? T anomaly, Bill Cooper. Yes. Bill Cooper. <laughs> Okay, AOC. Whoa, I got AOC in my chat. Should I feel? Should I feel? I don't know how to feel about that. AOC. Uh, AOC. Are you becoming a patriot? That's amazing. No new Q says AOC. We have more than we know. Yeah, I mean we do have. That's. I mean you know AOC. Generally, I don't agree with you. If you are uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez or you Alexandria Occasional Cortex, whichever one you are, I agree with that. We have more than we know. We have more than we need. Um, uh, it's just we need the right people to put all that stuff together 
and instead of you know uh, doing other types of puzzles and stuff like that, because we know we have what we know. I mean, we have what we need, and it's interesting because we're going to talk a little bit about people who um, people who uh, um, uh, kind of go off on that lark uh, uh, about uh, uh, you. We could call them conspiracy theories. When when we get to Clinton, we'll talk about it. Um, okay. Uh, Okay, uh, AOC will go ahead and talk about Q being compromised uh, another day. I don't have time to give you sauce. And that's why I don't generally engage chat because then I can't finish my report and I, I got to do this. So I'm just doing this real quick. Hey, Stacks Double X, how are you doing? Uh, if you want a time frame on when Q is compromised, I'd say, yeah, probably before the elections. Uh, probably before the elections. And since then, it's just been compromised. Um, let's see here. And then, and I'm not even talking about compromised by those at the top. I'm talking about compromised by the gatekeepers and, um, and also some of the uh, decoders as well. Because um, I like people always used to ask me, are you a decoder? I was like, what the hell is a decoder? And then I found out it was people who did numerology and looked at the different Q posts. And, and then I learned because I had no idea that they called them bread makers and bakers and all that stuff. I have no idea about that. Um, but then like when I saw that HBO special, I got to see like the first three episodes before I was like, man, um, um, I was like, OK, so. Oh, so that was a thing. Um, but, you know, you, there are people who are always giving out so much misinformation and, and some of them didn't even do it intentionally. Some of them had a good heart, I think. But like um, they just they, a lot of them were so new to it, like they just woke up in 2018. They just woke up in 19. They just woke up in 17. So they were taking uh, they had a short view of everything like uh, they're like it's, they're like uh, Q said that, you know, President Trump is going to get 300 and something electoral votes. And I was like, I think it's more like 410. And they're like, no, it's 300 and something. And then they took everyone down the rabbit hole. And I think it did come out that it was 410 through Germany, but I'm not 100% on that. So don't quote me. But it was just stuff like that, you know, and then and then like we'll go down. We are going to go down a rabbit hole today, a very intentional one about Hillary Clinton, just as an example about why we need to keep our feet, you know, grounded in reality and grounded in the receipts that we can show and not in speculation, because it's the same thing with like the aliens, guys. Like, I don't talk about aliens. Now, I would be absolutely ignorant to say that I don't believe in life on other planets. I mean, come on. Our, our star, stars are suns, and suns are circled by planets. I mean, that's just basic, you know, cosmology. I was going to say cosmetology. That's just basic knowledge of the universe, okay? So it would be ignorant to say that there's no one else out there, but I'm not going to talk about it until they land or until they're above us or whatever because I already have a hard enough time being, uh, you know, a Trump supporter trying to talk about headlines and trying to get my analysis across. I don't need to get it all messed up and skewed uh, with with people who will then uh, persecute me for being a tinfoil uh, because I talk about aliens as well when I have no evidence. I can talk to you about the election audits because it's in the headlines. I can talk to you about, um, you know, voter fraud because there are cases in the headlines that have been tried and people have been charged. But I cannot talk to you about, you know, E.T. and the UFOs. Uh, I, I can't, you know, even though there's a lot of evidence to suggest that it's true. 
I can't do that. And so I'm not going to make it harder for myself now. Again, I'm not taking away from anyone who does talk about those things. Please do not take it personal. Um, I don't say anything as an attack or an affront towards anyone else. I just speak my own truth. And, you know, I would expect that people who believe what they say would not have to um, feel a certain way when someone else starts uh, saying things that might not agree with their point of view. But that's just my point. Okay, guys, uh, I got into the chat. This is why I don't do it until I do a chat recap because it's already 416. All right, let's go ahead and keep on moving forward with our stories for today. Who dat? Oh, who dat ugly face? Okay, so uh, let's talk about this. Uh, this next story is the, the Band of Loser Brothers, okay, or the Loser Band of Brothers. I don't know if you guys had ever heard about this. I thought this one was just kind of like funny and light to kind of talk about. Um, okay, so apparently these are going to be these are going to be the 10 House Republicans who decided to vote to impeach Donald Trump. So apparently, apparently these guys get so much flack. They get so much flack. Like there's a lot of animosity towards them. And I think that says a lot about the House and the Senate and the way that dynamic works and how they really underestimated, you know, what was going on with uh, the way that the constituents and those who did not vote to impeach uh, President Trump had against those who did. So clearly it's the case of the loud minority. You know, you have these 10 House Republicans who think that if they stand up to impeach Donald Trump, everyone else in the House is going to stand up. And after they shouted and yelled, they stopped and they looked around that they were in a quiet room and it was extremely awkward. So these 10 House Republicans have grouped together and apparently, apparently they have like this, like, I don't know, like a chat, like a text uh, group where, you know, they basically, they're each other's moral support because... (laughs) They're each other's moral support because they're so screwed for screaming in a quiet room, right? When they thought everyone was going to back them up. So they call themselves the Band of Brothers, okay? And so I thought that it was just it was just a funny story to talk about. Um, uh, they, they stand by each other moralistically regarding the former president and what happened during the January 6th false flag um, riots over at the Capitol. Uh, most of the 10 of them are known for keeping their heads down. And they were a bit shocked by the outpouring of hatred, not my word, the outpouring of hatred and the personal attacks that they received following their votes to impeach President Trump. Now, uh, the 10 Republicans have an active group text going and frequently discussing the threats and the nasty comments they've received. So this is a misery loves company kind of thing. Like they ha- they have to bandy together and be like, well, so-and-so said this about me today. And so-and-so said this about me today. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is just a funny story. I'm going to, sh- we're going to, you guys probably know who they are, but let's go ahead and let's go ahead and look at them. All right, guys, uh, uh, viewer discretion, beware. You're about to see some treasonous uh, SOBs on the screen at the C report. Boom. Here's the first one. This is Adam Kissinger, (laughs) Adam Kissinger. And he is, uh, he's, he's, I guess he seems, he seems like he's the ringleader of the group. Um, So there's that guy. That's one of 10. Everyone knows this next one. Boop. (laughs) This is none other than representative Liz Cheney of Wyoming. Uh, daughter of he who is like probably one of the most evil vice presidents that have ever walked across this path. I would say more uh, almost as evil as Lyndon Baines Johnson. I think it would be Lyndon Baines Johnson, uh, Dick Cheney, 
And then maybe um, Mike Pence. I think he would be the third on my list of most evil presidents. Okay. I mean, vice presidents, my bad. Uh, so yeah, so there's that. Okay. And the guys again, yeah, uh, Monkey Toast somebody once says band of bummers. I, I call I called them the loser band of brothers, but yeah, they could be the loser band of bummers too. Bummer dudes. Okay, so there's that. Uh, then we also have followed, and I, I tried to find the most unflattering pictures for these yahoos, right? Okay. <laughs> that one just is funny because it's like in your face. Um, this dude's name is John Catco. He is of New York, right? Uh, we could have figured that. Uh, lovely teeth, Mr. Catco. They're better than mine. Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, we got another one like that. Uh, this guy, no. I mean, it, that's exactly what his picture looked like. It's, it, I didn't cut it off or crop it. That's just what popped up. Um, this one here, that is uh, John. Oh, this is Fred Upton. Fred Upton with that schneer across his face. And this dude is a representative for Michigan. So you can just imagine like all these losers getting together and like uh, texting each other. Oh, someone called me a loser today. Oh, you know, I mean, anyway, so this guy's from Michigan. Uh, let's see who else is in this band of brothers. Uh I thought this was a man at first, um, not because of the way it looks, but because of its name. I thought it was Jaime Herrera Butler, but it's actually Jamie. <laughs> I figured out it was Jamie whenever I saw that it was a woman. And I was like, okay, Jamie, that's, that's all well and good. Um, but let's see here. All right, let's keep on moving along. So Jamie, 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 it, obviously you, your mother never told you to keep cucumbers in the house after the age of 25. Because, girl, you got some sacks under them eyes that you need to take care of. All right. So, I know. Am I, am, I, am I torturing you guys? Am I torturing you guys by showing you all of these treasonous trolls across the screen? Okay, the loser band of brothers. Here's the next one. <laughs> this guy looks like he, he looks like he don't know what's going on. Um, that's Dan Newhouse of Washington. Dan Newhouse of Washington. Again, all of these losers voted to impeach President Trump, and, and they thought that they had everyone standing behind them, but boy, were they wrong. Okay, uh, the next one is Peter Meyer. <laughs> he looks like the wolfman in this one. That's the, that's the clearest, most unflattering picture I could get of this man. Um, but yeah, Peter Meyer, he's, he is a representative from Michigan also. So it, look, uh, it looks like they have a bunch of Michigan people there. Uh, obviously, right, Michigan is such a corrupt state. We're trying to help them get cleaned it out by, you know, shedding some light on the politicians over there here at the Sea Report. Why do you think we're hitting a wretched Gretchen Whitmer so hard? Uh, because they need help in Michigan, guys. Like, Michigan is up the lake, up the river with their representatives. Uh, the, the, the state of Michigan, man, what is going on in the Midwest, right? Like, Wisconsin, Michigan, Indiana, Illinois, like, why is it so corrupt up there? Like, is it like the Bermuda Triangle of corrupt politicians or something like that? Like, I don't get it. Like, they need help up there, guys. So that's why I keep talking about them. All right, this guy, this guy, I always heard this guy was a dickhead. And then I saw his picture. <laughs> this guy's name is Anthony Gonzalez. He's a representative from Ohio. He looks like he could be the human bullet, like... I mean, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm just a little jelly because I don't have a round head like he does. But he wears that he wears that seven head with pride. Let me look at that. Like, all right, let's get him off the screen. I can't stand to look at him. Uh, this one here, this little dandy here, is Tom Rice of South Carolina. 
Tom Rice of South Carolina, another member of the Michigan 10. All right, guys, here's the last one. <laughs> this guy looks like he belongs on the indoor or something like that. You're like, Urgh. actually, between him and Anthony, uh, these two kind of look like they would be uh they would be a good uh, uh he, this guy would come in first place and this guy would be a runner up for the guy that was in that movie the goonies you know the rocky road uh, okay so anyways that is the that is the loser brother band of brothers the loser band of brothers who decided that they wanted to vote to impeach president trump getting hate messages and getting, you know, scolded by everyone around him. Now, here's what Adam Kissinger had to say. He even said it himself. Look, misery loves company and we're all dealing with the same challenges. And then um, and then uh, the people who. Oh, OK, guys. So just as an example of that, I will go into and I will cross enemy lines to get you guys information. Uh, this this article actually came from Politico. OK, and so. <laughs> Politico asked him about, uh, okay, well, let's see. It says here, um, oh, it says here about the attacks. It says Kissinger has been attacked by his own extended family. Uh, and they apparently his extended, extended family tells him that he is a general in the devil's army. Even his family can't stand him. Like that says a lot. And that he told Politico that people thought that he thought that he thought were his friends. Like Adam thought this Kissinger guy thought, let me get this guy to screen. Sorry. <laughs> Here we're talking about Adam Kissinger. So let's, let's put him on the screen. This guy said that um, people he thought were his friends call him a POS. Like clearly this guy did not get the memo that everyone loves president Trump, not because president Trump was, you know, um, um, a reality TV star, but because president Trump actually put his uh, money where his mouth was not literally, uh, even though he gave up his, his uh, presidential payment checks, but he literally walked the walk that he talked and he got things done that he said he was going to do. And he represented this country with a sense of strength and with a sense of respect and dignity that we hadn't seen since, I don't know, the days of George Bush. Because if you think about it, even though Obama had this facade of like, you know, uh, being uh, proper and dignity digni and 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 proper and respectful like he what he was doing and people could see this and understand it you know what i mean he was he was crapping all over the country and they knew it and you you people cannot respect someone who has two faces or dual motives like that so even though he carried himself well i'm sure people could understand what his policies were doing to our country and i'm sure a lot of people did not respect him for that, even though to his face, they went along with it, because obviously it was to their benefit. So they're not going to ruin that. But behind closed doors, I bet you everyone was just talking crap about President Obama, because who could respect a man like that? Right? Okay, so anyways, uh, Politico asked Kissinger, who specifically said that he was a POS and that, uh, that they hated him. And he answered in a very nonchalant way, oh, Everybody calls me that. <laughs> That's pretty sad, guys. That is pretty sad. Um, that is that is an interesting little thing that's going on right there. Uh, Plant Patriot, thank you so much for the donation. I do appreciate it. Uh, I'm glad that you're enjoying the program today. Okay, guys, uh, here's another story that we're going to do. 
Now this one was kind of a shocker, actually. I was like, "Yeah, this is this is really making uh, representatives Republican representatives." I mean, you know, uh, there's a bad apple or a dozen of them in every party, right? Uh, we know that there's only like what ten to maybe between ten and fifteen, maybe eighteen at the most representatives and senators in our federal government that are actually fighting for Americans. It's probably less. It's probably like 12, you know, or maybe eight. I don't know. There's very few of them. So we know that the house is stacked against them uh, in every sense of the word. Um, But, but then this next story to have something like this, it's just disgusting. Okay. So this story uh, it's about this man here. Now this man here, let me go ahead and uh, make sure I'm, I'm doing everything right. Okay. This man here, uh, this is Representative uh, Mark Samsell of uh, Kansas. Now, Representative Mark Samsell was arrested, arrested for a possible misdemeanor battery that involved a student, a child, a kid, a teenager. Um, it's disgusting, right? Okay, so uh, according to the story, um, he was arrested um, because it, it came to light that he had, uh, according to the student, kicked him in the testicles. So Mark Samsel, representative of Kansas, kicked a student in the testicles, okay? Uh, this guy, when not... Uh, when not moonlighting as a representative of Kansas, apparently uh, is a substitute teacher, okay? So uh, this story came from the AP. Uh, There was actually a lot of follow-ups on it, but apparently a high school student reported that this Kansas House House member um, um, kicked him in the testicles during class, and the lawmaker, this guy here, told authorities that God told him to do it. And that is according to a written statement by a sheriff's deputy that God told Mr. Samsel to kick this kid in the nuts. Now, the deputy's affidavit released to reporters on this past Tuesday said the boy showed him a golf ball sized road rash, which I'm guessing is like a, you know, uh, would it be misappropriation to say Indian burn? Anyways, so something like that. And that he also had a three to four inch scratch on his back. Um, and, and that appeared after this Republican state representative pushed him up against a classroom wall on April 28th. Okay, so we already have everything stacked against us, uh, uh, whether we're conservatives, Republicans, you know, people who are God-fearing or people who want uh, Trump. I don't know if this guy is a Trump supporter or not. It doesn't say. Thank goodness, because that's not important. The, the important point is, regardless of what party he is, this guy is guilty of doing that. He was charged last week with three misdemeanor counts of battery following his rude, insulting, and angry interactions with two students ages 15 or 16 during an art class. A doesn't it figure this guy would be an art substitute teacher? Like, doesn't it figure? He looks like a jock bully to me who probably is a closet pedophile or homosexual. You'll see why in a minute. Anyways, each of the charges is punishable by up to six months in jail. So I guess if convicted, that's what we'll be, he'll be facing. Uh, the affidavit said that Samsel acknowledged during an interview that he had demonstrated a kick after one boy disrupted class. He told the deputy he did not kick the boy and that the student had embellished the heck out of it. 
The boy told the deputy that after Samsel pushed him against the wall and kicked him, his back and testicles were in pain. And we have video, folks. We're going to take a look at the video for approximately 15 minutes. Um, so Samsel's attorney, Christopher Scott, said, I would just say that all an affidavit is is a very brief recitation of allegations and that they're an allegation at this point. He is innocent unless proven guilty. Now, okay, we have to remember that, but don't forget, affidavits are usually sworn on, you know, um, uh, on on penalty of perjury. Also, so you know, I don't know. I mean, take it as uh, take it as you will, right? So, okay, so um, <laughs> it says here the sheriff's deputy said that in the document that he asked the lawmaker why he had put his hands on the boy, and Samsel pointed to the ceiling. When the deputy asked Samsel whether God told him to do so, Samsel answered twice so apparently representative samsel is hearing god in the classroom and god is telling him to smite the children i don't know what's up with that guys uh some people would probably say this man might be a little you know one over the cuckoo's nest possibly two over the cuckoo's nest i guess we'll have to see um he stated that he knew it was wrong and that he shouldn't do it but he stated he did not want to do it the whole world is telling me not to do it but god said yes mark believes this is what God's plan was. God's plan was for Mark Samsel to smite a child in class. And I can't even imagine what that would be like for him uh, it, it being a house representative. What if God tells him, I don't know, God could tell him to take away our guns. Is he going to do it? Okay, anyways, uh, Samsel told the deputy, oh, we already went through that. So Samsel told the deputy he didn't want to do any of the things that he did there and suggested that he might end up in a psychiatric hospital. So, you know, at least Samsel's admitting to it. Um, and uh, because it has all the appearance of a psychotic episode or manic episode, you'll see it. To me, this guy looks like, to, okay, my analysis of it is he looks like he's hard up for the kid. And this kid's being, you know, a little mischief in class. And when I say hard up for the kid, I literally mean that. Whatever you take that to mean, I mean that. Um, and 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 in his his fit of of oh God, you guys, you'll you'll see the video. Okay, so let's go ahead and roll it. Let's go ahead and roll the video. All right, let me let me expand this for y'all so you can see it because <laughs> it's coming. Ah, geez, a commercial. Casper, no, we're not going to talk about Casper. Okay, let me skip the ad for you guys. Okay. All right, guys, let me bring that back up for you. There we go. All right, so this is a series. I'm going to go ahead and take the banner off so you can see it. Uh, Katie Man over in Twitch says, nah, this guy's following his own demonic uh, impulses. And you're right. I think that's exactly what it is. I, I, I really do think this guy is probably a closet pedophile. Okay, so let's go ahead. I'm going to take off the banner so you can see it clearly. And uh, we'll go ahead and roll this beautiful bean footage. It's not that beautiful, but I thought you guys should see it. Make babies. Who likes making babies? That feels good, doesn't it? Procreate. He says it's perfect. You haven't activated. Don't answer that question. I'm not going to answer that question. Thank you. I told you not to. God doesn't, God already knows. You're about ready to anger me to get the rest of the job. Do you believe me when I tell you that God has been speaking to you? 
I could put the wrath of God on you right now because that's what you're telling me to do. You should run and scream. Because the devil's getting the hell out of my classroom. And you're going to hurt worse than childhood. But I have permission to kick him in the So who put together the Bible? Multiple stories from different people. It wasn't even just one editor. It was multiple different editors tried to combine all the stories while there were distractions from the devil. So there's that sicko again. Uh, I'm telling you guys, like, that is crazy. I mean, first of all, what is this man doing saying the things that he's saying? He's asking kids if they pleasure themselves. Uh, he's talking about suicide. He's using terrible language. 
he's he's talking politics to teenagers like don't you get i mean i guess he cannot separate his job his day job from his night job i don't know i don't get it guys like that was disturbing uh that guy needs to be summarily removed from whatever position he's in he should not be a state or any kind of representative uh, uh who talks to kids like that Mike, who, who, anyways, okay, enough, enough, like, that, that's, ugh, it's, ugh, it's, it, it makes me feel, ugh, it makes me feel, ugh, it's just terrible, that was, uh, 17 Angels, okay, oh, and I saw some of the comments in there, they couldn't understand too much of the volume, uh, that was a whole bunch of clips pieced together that was taken from kids' Snapchats, and, and, peep, and kids who'd recorded that whole thing in class, just put together so that's why it was really poor quality i mean i know the sound quality isn't too good here at the c report but i won't take 100 percent of the blame for that one today uh but that's kind of what was going on over there so anyways this guy mark samsel of kansas a republican house representative a terrible 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 example of what it's like to be um you know like a public leader uh, I would not. Oh, God, this, that's just that's terrible. OK, guys, the time has come. We're already at an hour. I'm already running a little bit over. I, 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 there's someone else going to be like it. It's all good. OK. Uh, OK, guys, avert thine eyes. OK, chat. I'm giving you 20 seconds to avert thine eyes because I'm about to show you a picture that is a lot uglier than this man up here on the screen. OK, took it off. Uh, OK, are you are you guys ready? All right, chat, let me know when you've averted thine eyes, okay? <laughs> this is your only warning to the next story that we're going to talk about. Are you ready? All right, here it comes. Don't say I didn't warn you. Ah! Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. She's back. She's back. She is back. It has returned. Yes, none other than Hillary Clinton. All right, so here's a story that came out of the New York... Let me, let me shrink her down to size. Here's a story that came out of the New York Post. Apparently, uh, this individual here and its supposed husband, Bill, were spotted eating at a posh New York City restaurant taking full advantage of the non-mask mandates. Actually, you know what? They were sitting at a table. So for all we know, they didn't have to wear a mask. Look at how, like, skull. Like, she looks like she's, like, I don't know, a big old skull with, like, skin hanging off of it. I warned you guys, okay? I warned you guys. <laughs> so, all right. So um, I was just going to share this story with you because guess what? You know, people keep saying this person is dead. I mean, it could be a clone. It could be a body double. It could be something of that sort. We could be in another timeline, but it's it's apparently it's making its round again. Uh, it's making its rounds again in the public eye. Uh, we don't know if it had an ankle monitor or if it had a back brace or if it had like I don't know a colostomy bag, but it was there, seen in the public eye. Right? Uh, Clinton apparently was enjoying her beverage. It doesn't look like she's enjoying it in that picture. Uh, but apparently she was enjoying her beverage um, at this place called Fleming by Le Bilboquet, which is on 60, 62nd Street near Madison Avenue with her hubby, Billiam Bill Clinton, and some pals, including Rocker Sting's wife, Trudy Styler. Here's another picture. Boo! See, she looks miserable. Look at her. <laughs> 
She looks absolutely miserable. This 73-year-old former Democrat presidential nominee um, got to do the chic eatery with the team of Secret Service. So apparently this thing is still being protected by the Secret Service. Had some wine, uh, ate and stuff like that. But I mean, I'm just sharing this story with you guys. Look, there, there it's smiling, right? Okay, so I'm just sharing this story with you guys because again, like when I was talking about the alien thing, like there's already so much stacked against us. That, you know, uh, oh, okay, so like, say uh, President Bush, Daddy, Daddy Bush, who I believe was executed, I do believe he was executed for treason and crimes against humanity, him and John McCain, I believe both of them were, that's just what I believe, right? But people like this one, <laughs> it's ugly, whatever it is, people like this one, you know, this one, I'm going to put that on the screen. <laughs> Katie Mann, you made it to the screen over here at the Sea Report. Uh, people like this one, uh, uh, who they cannot confirm whether they've been arrested, whether they've gone to Gitmo, anything like that. Like, they keep on popping up. And then people in the Patriot, you know, realm and people in, in, in that type of thing, even in the Q movement, like, will tell the stories of how she's gone to Gitmo, how she's been executed, how she was hanged, and all that stuff. And then she appears having a glass of white wine on 63rd Street. You know, like, and then everyone goes, see, CQ, you're stupid. Like, you, you say she's dead, but there she is. How could that be? Oh, you think she's a clone? Oh, you think that's a body double? Tinfoil hat, you know, it's already hard enough. So I don't really I, I don't really delve into topics like this, uh, uh, but this thing apparently has been seen. You know the paparazzi's out there and they're taking pictures of it. Um, um, but what I did want to do, and we're close to wrapping, guys. This is the last story we're going to talk about for today. Um, let me go ahead and take you off, Miss Katie Man. Uh, is is uh, is actually you guys have probably seen this now. How I'm talking about that there are certain news age news agencies like i'm not a news agency i just run through the headlines you know what i mean but these people do tout themselves as being that kind of like not an official news agency but a, a source out there some of you guys have probably heard about the dark outpost right or better known as david zublik uh i would say give me a one if you know who david zublik is or if you've heard of his reports now he used to have a show called um truth Oh, is it truth? Uh, yeah, I, I got it here somewhere. Hold on, guys. Uh, truth unfolded because we're gonna look at some of his stuff. Oh, truth unsealed. Okay, so back when he was doing truth unsealed is when I had first heard about this man, David Zublik. And I would say, when I'm considering the information that this man gives out on his programs, I probably would believe like maybe 50 to 60% of what he's saying. And I'm not trashing this David Zublik guy. Um, uh, I would love to get my hands on some of the reports that he has. I've just never invested in the man to get it because in, in order to get his free reports, you have to uh, buy from his sponsors and stuff like that. But anyways, this man, and I'm just giving, I'm just showing you guys this as an example of one of those um, um, outfits that tells us that, uh, you know, Hillary Clinton is dead. She, apparently she had a strawberry shake as her last meal. She wanted some, some, uh, she wanted some uh, vodka, apparently. She wanted some alcohol. Uh, that would have been my request. If I were going to die and it was my last day on earth, I'd be like, 
give me a joint and you know a vodka rocks or a, a whiskey a whiskey a clean whiskey or something like that. give me a good scotch you know or a really really nice glass of red wine like that's probably what i would say right but anyways so this is just an example and i'm sure some of y'all have seen this i don't follow this man i i don't uh i don't subscribe to his ideas i do know that i've seen some reports that he did in the past that do follow with other um other research that i've done like when we're talking about like how the uh, elites of the uh of the european class and probably here in america too you know do like like um the adrenochrome thing the hunting of children the pedophilia thing that stuff that he reports on i follow but again he can talk to you about this but there's there's no receipts like show me the receipts i guess some of you people call that the sauce I call it receipts. Show me the receipts. Like, I want to see what you're talking about. So here's a real quick look at uh, one of the reports he did about Hillary Clinton being dead since 2018. And again, I don't I don't know that it's true or false because I'm not going to speculate. But I do know it makes our fight harder when everyone says she's dead and then she shows up on 63rd Avenue drinking a glass of white wine. Right. The indictments were served at George H. W. Bush's funeral. Included in those in indictments <clears throat> were this signed confession. Oh, that's too far by back. George H. W. Bush, maybe, where they were given a military tribunal. They were found guilty of the crimes that we have just stated, and they were executed at the time by hanging. We did not have firing squad at that time, nor were they allowed to receive lethal injections as George H.W. Bush was allowed to, uh, to have. They were hung by the neck until they were dead. And, and this is already taking place at a time when several doppelgangers had been taking the place of Bill and Hillary Clinton in public appearances. Those public appearances began on September the 11th, 2016, when Hillary Clinton collapsed into a van and died on the anniversary of 9-11 in New York City. You will recall that as she was getting into a van, she appeared to, she was wearing these really strange blue sunglasses, which are designed to uh... all right i'm pausing it there real quick just so i can show you what he i'm sure y'all have seen this before but i want to show it to you guys real quick um because there's a lot of speculation about this as well now interestingly enough on the back of this report on the back of this report i'm about to show you um there was a single news agency in new york it was upstate new york that reported on the same day now this happened on september uh, 11th 2016 on the very same day they reported that hillary clinton was dead and then they scrubbed it right so again i don't know that what zublik is saying is true but i do remember this and i saved the clip because of it <laughs> Thank you. 
And that's all we get from that. Okay. That's all we get from that. Now, whether or not she was dead or if she was, you know, um, if she was being arrested and that was her way of resisting arrest by collapsing and, and just being as hard as she could about not getting into that van, that's all speculation. Okay. But that did happen. All right. Um, now here's the rest of his, uh, and again, we're just watching this so I can give you an example of what it is that people are talking about. Well, we can't speculate about these things. We can't say, yes, David Zublick said it. And it's so it's the truth. Because this is called The Dark Outpost. Now, prior to this, his show was called Truth Unsealed. Okay, so he's changed the name of his outfit. I think he was because he was banned uh, at the during the second great purge that happened on um, YouTube and, and Facebook and everywhere else, right? But if we go and take David Zublick's word for gold, you know, we risk them. I mean, and, and I have another video, and I don't have it on my YouTube but there's another video where obviously Clinton has a doppelganger. It was such a bad doppelganger. Like she looked like she was Mexican and she did not look like Hillary Clinton at all. And it was at, like this woman's speech conference and it was over the internet. So she was, she wasn't in person and, and she did the whole thing. Like she was Hillary Clinton and you could tell it was not her. Like it was so sad. I got to find that one for you guys. I have it somewhere, but let's go ahead and finish this up. And cause we're wrapping it up here already guys. And then we'll, we'll talk on the other side. Uh, the medical devices of some sort. Hillary Clinton was involved in pedophilia and child sex trafficking for many years. There is a video still circulating on the dark web, which can still be accessed for the, she contracted crew disease, which is that as many people after having seen uh, her collapse and then making a subsequent appearance after leaving her daughter's apartment, notice that she appeared to look a little bit different. Yeah, she was appearing on a talk show. Let's put this up on the screen. And she looked like she was wearing a, a, her pajamas. And that's basically because it was hiding. You see, it's all kind of speculation with him. Like, um, let me see here. A 17 Angels had said, I would ask, how does he know? Exactly. How does this guy know what happened? Now, let me go ahead and skip to another one. Uh, this one, he really, okay, so this one was released in March of this year and then he did this one uh and this one came out i think in may or april and this is where he's talking about the night that she was hanged that decided to go ahead and run with this wanted a martini but here is what we uh, can tell you about the night that hillary clinton was executed her last meal and, and this was a, a Apparently she died in agony. This is this is uh, this is not pretty. Uh, but the evening of her death, of uh, her execution, she was served scrambled eggs with uh, jalapeno peppers. Uh, she chose to drink a strawberry uh, milkshake. She actually had asked for alcohol. She wanted a martini, a dirty martini, to be specific, uh, according to our source. And of course, alcohol was denied. Not what. To be honest with you, why alcohol would be denied when someone is about to be executed, I don't know. But they have rules, and that was it. Um, she was hanged at Gitmo on December the 31st, 2018. Um, and, of course, 
and is, is being reported and which is true, her death was the culmination of an operation that began on December the 5th of 2018 at the funeral of President George H.W. Bush when several globalist elite, most of them in the political sphere, including Jeb. Okay, that's all we'll take in from this guy for now. And again, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm talking about is that when it comes down to it, none of that can be verified. Katie Mann, 63, disinfo agents give 50-50 truth to lies. I can't give Zublik any credence for this. He must know it'll all be verifiable or not. And so, you know, when people say, oh, uh, my source says, uh, I mean, who's the source? I mean, there's uh, obviously we could never know. Right. I mean, for all we know, he's like Mark Samsel and God told him that, you know, uh, that, you know, Hillary Clinton is the one that wanted a dirty martini when she was hanged, right? But then again, she appears on 63rd Avenue in New York drinking a glass of Chablis or whatever it is, and she's having a miserably good time. So, and how does that make us look? So that's why, you know, I don't give any credence to reports like this. Uh, I think it would be great if that were true. But I mean, you know, how could you say for a fact that Hillary Clinton is in fact dead when we can't verify it. But apparently if you buy from his sponsors, he will send you the reports that can verify that. And I, that's, there's just something else to it for that. Now, do you guys want to know? I'm okay. I'll give, I'll leave you guys on this conspiracy theory note. Okay. If you, if you'll really want to get into conspiracy theory, do you know how they say that the symbology or the symbolism will be their downfall? Do you guys remember David Zublick's old show, uh, truth unsealed? Take a look at his iconography, guys. Take a look at what he uses. He uses the eye of Ra, right? He uses this uh, sun with an eye in it, okay? So, I mean, to me, if I were, like, one of those people that's looking for symbols, I'd be like, hmm, this guy, he's got an eyeball. We all know what that all-seeing eye means. And then, like... um, I would say maybe it's the video quality, but if you look at his eyes, they turn into snake eyes every now and then. And that is the harvesting of something known as that one. adrenochrome from their bodies. Look at which it. Which is then sold <laughs> look to at it. the elite, the wealthy, <laughs> and affordable. Oh my goodness! Of the elite, for the purpose. If you would like to, you know, if you would like to dissect his eyes, uh, 2019. Go back to his, um, to his, uh, his account. I, I have it here on BitChute. He's got them on Rumble also. Go all the way back to 2019 and look at his accounts. He's got, he's got, he, and actually, he has somewhere they're golden pyramids with that eye inside of it. And, and then his eyes, like one of them in, in one video was always like a snake eye. Anyways, you know what? He wants to put those conspiracy theories out there. I just created one about him right now, live on the air. Okay. So anyways, guys, that's all. I told you it was going to be a fun episode. We did some headlines. We did some fun stuff um, and, and just a whole bunch of just food for thought and, and just to kind of like, you know, just to have a little bit of fun. All right, guys, I'll be back later on tonight again. Um, this is maybe about 8 or 9 p.m. Central Time, Texas Time, uh, and we'll do another report. I got two heavy-hitting stories I want to share with you guys. 
One is going to be about the Center for Tech and Civic Life. That is the Mark Zuckerberg not-for-profit organization that funneled millions of dollars into our elections, and not just in Wisconsin, as we're finding out, but in several other states. We'll talk about it tonight, and then we're also going to talk about an international story uh, that I think will be some good food for thought um, and is is going to also kind of open us up to um, a, a different point of view from what we are being sold by the mainstream, mainstream, lamestream legacy media, and also their handlers, uh, the politicians in Washington and around the world, the globalists. So make sure you tune in tonight. Tell your friends. If you're on the Foxhole app, make sure you share this channel. And thank you again for everyone who uh, donated uh, gold coins. Oh, I forgot. Let me release the scratch off before we leave for today. Appreciate the donations, y'all. And uh, let me go ahead and get that ready, so this way we can law we can go ahead and uh, um, go have a nice dinner, and then we'll go ahead and uh, we'll we'll see you guys later on this evening. So let's get that done right now. For everyone okay. who uh, donated, whoopsies. All right, guys, I'm gonna go ahead and release the lotto ticket. So if you are active, and I don't know what active means yet, but I think it might mean that you actually have to donate. Uh, gold pills in order to be able to scratch off on your lotto ticket. Um, but go ahead and all right, the lotto ticket has been released. Best of luck to you guys. I hope you get a bajillion gold coins or gold uh, gold pills. Um, and we will see you guys tonight. All right, y'all have a great afternoon and a great dinner, and uh, we'll see you later. This is Mr. C for the C Report signing out.